How do you do this show again? I don't remember. <laughs> hey there. Hey, what's going on? What do you, what's up? I'm, it's me, Orion. My gentle friends of every kind. Mm-hmm. Of all the sorts, sorts and, and types. It's me, Orion. I guess I'm Travis. And you're listening to Tooth and Nail, the monstrous podcast, where we're talking about the imps. Just total fucking... Oh, no, we've started. Oh, good. We're doing it. Here it is. We're talking about the imps. I pulled a sneaky on Travis. He doesn't know we've started recording. And yet, here we are. Yet, here we are. So it's too late to back up now. This is like, uh, this is podcast chicken, where one of us is (laughs) gonna try to say, no, we should start it over. No, fuck it. But I'm not gonna do it. And he's not gonna do it. It's a hard reboot of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Remember how we started because we're gonna have to start the next one. It's like a this. tone shift. It's like Thundercats Go or Teen Titans Go or I'm not Is Thundercats Go the name of the I don't think I don't it's think Thundercats so. Go. Thundercats <laughs> reboot. <laughs> we're talking about the imps, and imps are like the little tiny they're they're the equivalent to like quasits. They're the familiar character. Not like that they are familiar, though they are familiar. They are <laughs> arcane familiars uh, and can do the bidding of various wizard folk uh, and magic users in order to, you know, achieve various special effects. But it comes at a cost, for you see imps, at least in their familiar uh, variant, they are sort of preternaturally inclined to try and tempt their their mortal spellcaster friend into committing acts of evil such that their soul would belong to the hells. Oh, fiends with their evil temptation. Mm-hmm, which is pretty good. I like it quite a bit. And then there's just like regular Nine Hells imps where they're just like lazy messengers, which, yeah, I, I'll dig it. I'm fine with like a cartoon sidekick. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But we'll find that these guys are quite cool. These guys have the skills that uh, they have the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They have the skills that I wish every other devil had, which is to say any skills. Finally, we get the, we get a creature with some sort of deceiving and manipulating kind of skills but it's also the one that is going to be subservient to you the most yeah yeah it's not my favorite i mean like on some level that's probably for the best right like if there's a devil that's going to be kind of you know a skilled creature be the one that has the most interaction with the the party yeah the one that is most helpful as a mascot so that's fine I, I do wish that more devils followed suit, but beyond that, we have some some cute little qualities about the imp that I think were also in part shared by the Quasit. Uh, can, could Quasit shapeshift? I don't super remember. There was something that could. Uh, hold on. I got it. Yes, they could shape change into oh. a few different animals. In which case, consider this like Quasit, but instead of the fear thing that Quasits can get, they can just see in darkness like devils can do. Yeah. Yeah. The creatures are different, but... Yeah, the creatures are different, but they are mechanically pretty identical. Yeah. So let's talk about some art stuff. All right. So artistically, we got ourselves like a little scorpion gargoyle. Yeah, I actually like it. Yeah. It's... It's just on the borderline of cool and cute to me. Yeah. I think it's the proportions that make it cute. Yeah, I like it because it, it looks like a horn devil, but smaller, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't... a little bit. It's got, like, the leathery, t- torn wings. Yeah, and, and it's got, like, the sad up dad face. <laughs> right, and yeah. Yeah, it's got, like, the sharp ears, and it kind of has, like, little horns to be, like, tiny little yeah, spiky little, horns. Yeah, the little four horn 
thing. Yeah, so it does have like the vague shape of a horned devil, yeah. but instead of, as I recall, a regular tail, imps have a scorpion tail. Yeah. And it's yeah. pretty much just a red scorpion tail. There's nothing too terribly crazy about it. Uh, I do like that it, it got like little chicken chicken feet. Yeah, it's got just like the horned devil didn't have like hooves. It had like the yeah, scale had, like, reptile feet. Digitigrade things. And yeah. this one, this one has sort of like the same kind of deal going on. Yeah. And it's it's a thing that I like about these devils. They mm. aren't just like fur bottomed hooves yeah. or anything. They're just kind of weird yeah, scaly got, feet. Yeah, just like demon, like clackies. What am I thinking of? <laughs> I, like diet. Di like what am I? What uh, animal has that? I know that? what you're thinking. I can't. It, it's definitely like bird-like, but not exactly bird-like. It has like a little dew claw. It's like a dinosaur almost. Yeah, not raptors though. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can't. Yeah. I can't for the life of me think. Yeah, neither can I. Right now, it claps its toes together. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like a bull. No, it's not like a because they have hooves. I'm not totally sure, but yeah, it has like the wings you would expect. It's got like the leathery bat-like sharp wings. I like these guys quite a bit. Mo Predominantly because they kind of remind me of the little uh, goblin minions from Overlord. <laughs> yeah, they They've do. They've got like that little face with the glowy eyes and the like saggy face. Yeah, there's something really, really endearing about the way that this photo is lit to me. Yeah. Like how the it's kind of like white outlined. Yeah. And it looks like you just caught this imp in the, yeah, in the middle something. of the act. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's quite good. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, the lighting is quite interesting where... It has like ambient inclusion or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's all—it's like completely backlit by a very light, a uh, bright source. And yeah, it's not a thing any picture ever does in this book. Yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah, it does kind of look like it's like, oh, yeah, it's just like what? <laughs> it's pretty good. Like it quite a bit. Other than that, though, it's just kind of a nude. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like a, a skinny child. <laughs> it, yeah, it's yeah, more or less it just got like skin, like a very hot child. <laughs> Uh, it's very muscular. Hold on, let's take that one back a second. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> it's got like it's like the muscle kid. Yeah, those kids that are like too buff for yeah. how old they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now here comes the long think about whether or not I want to retake that. Just like the PSA, just right. the really close. Just all right, look. Yeah, <laughs> let me break it down for a second. We all know what I meant by hot child. Don't make it weird. Kind of appropriately, it doesn't have nipples. Yeah, yeah. Which is I interesting. Did, it doesn't have like the. Uh, it's not totally humanoid. Yeah, is the thing. You it's know, like just humanoid enough. Yeah. You know, now that I now that I come to think of it, none of the devils so far have nipples, as oh, far shit, as I can tell. Right. <laughs> it might just be a devil thing, they don't have nipples. Kind of leading me to believe that the Aranese don't have nipples either. So suck on that, porn. <laughs> Third edition. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. Which I kinda like as like a like a, a, a design cue. What separates us from devils? Yeah, from devils is they, they ain't got nips. They ain't got nips. If, if some guy walks into the tent and he ain't got nips, you know yeah. he's a devil. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And I do like the, like, musculature structure of the imp as well. It's, you know, like, the, the waist is really, like, compact, and it yeah. kind of has, like, a hip ratio as well. So it's kind of neatly androgynous for... It's got an hourglass imp figure. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I, I kind of like it. 
it's like it's like cherubic right like like yeah. a devilish cherub right like Fiendishly it's cherubic. yeah it's like the the i don't know platonic child ideal i guess but instead of like a fat baby it's like a little, live yeah it's a hot child <laughs> I i'm just gonna double down on it because i feel like if i normalize it it won't be as weird yeah i guess <laughs> yeah I like the way that its horns are going. Like, I like how it has, like, really spiky ears and then kind of horns and then baby horns next to that. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of goes logarithmically along its head, <laughs> which, is, which is quite good. But that's kind of about it. Yeah, there, uh, isn't, there isn't a whole lot about yeah. the, the imp in this one. Yeah, I like that it's the same coloration as uh, pit fiends, basically. It's like a deep oh, red yeah. kind of like the, thing. It's like a smaller pit fiend. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. It kind of has, like, an arc one of these days. When I do, you know, hell Pokemon, <laughs> you have your simple like imp and then it oh levels up horn demon and then oh, burp, 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 it's a pit fiend. <laughs> and that'll be kind of fun. Uh, in which case I like it from from that kind of design arc perspective. I kind of wish that they did lean a little bit harder into it being just a gremlin. Right. Yeah. Like I kind of wish it would maybe not like it was digging in some trash, but I kind of wish like it was stealing coins or something like that. I do like this idea of it being caught in some kind of act. And I wish that the art was a little bit more. Uh, representative of that you like gremlins huh yeah tell me about the previous imps well fourth edition doesn't really get like the digging in trash but it does get a little bit more of the gremlin-esque look oh yeah the long face big nose yeah that's kinda... like a that's a whole ass goblin right there with yeah the, with the pointy tail and wings big old wings yeah. and then uh third edition had this weird kind of like ah, i don't want to spoil second edition for you yet sure uh, it had this kind of dragon thing going on. Oh, that's kind of cute. It was way smaller in the art. Like it, it, it. Well, I think po it points out how small it is. Yeah, in the art yeah. By putting it with other bigger creatures. Yeah. Um, but it just—it's a lot plainer. In yeah, this one. it feels it's, a little pointier. It looks more like a gargoyle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like a demon. It's got like the wider face and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then second edition follows through with having my favorite art. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Look at the fucking hunger on this dude. <laughs> Whoa! My <laughs> word. Yeah, that's quite good. That's quite mythological. That is quite a schnoz. Yeah. Uh, and I like how it's trying to trying to like. It almost looks like it's playing with its scorpion tail. Like, oh, 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 I'm gonna get you. Uh, that's quite fun. I like that. Yeah, and it's got the tinier wings. It's way hairier, I, which yeah. is which is cool. It's a lot more like a hunched over, yeah, like a gremlin, gremlin dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, and then first edition's just the. Oh yeah. Well, the schnoz is remained, and now he's giving a little honk. It beep, does. Beep. If you were to cover the schnoz, mm. I would think that this was like a traditional picture of a devil. Yeah. That somebody then photoshopped the schnoz <laughs> just like onto. a big old Cyrano is on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So. And there's our boy. Yeah. I yeah. Second edition's my favorite one. Yeah. I do actually like fourth edition. It's it's got the the fun face uh, yeah. shape that I like. Yeah, I love that on goblins quite a bit. Uh, and, you know, by extension, I, I like it on imps as well. Yeah. yeah. Not to say, again, I I do really like this 5th edition one. Yeah. It's just that I, I, love me a, I love me a trash gremlin. Yeah, I like a trash gremlin too. I'm excited to get into goblins because uh, I like them guys quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, that's all the art. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's talk about some lore stuff. So... Seems to me like there are two kinds of imps. You got your lower planes imps and you got your familiar imps. And the lower planes imps, they're mostly just like errand pigeons, basically. They'll like spy on stuff or give messages from place to place. Kind of interestingly, uh, in the lower planes, 
when it doesn't have like a direct master it seems i mean like right. it, i mean like so here's the thing here's the thing here's like the dissonance okay the book tells us that imps in the lower planes will probably serve an evil master but they can't be relied on to perform tasks efficiently or quickly okay okay I kind of like that, like, as a cartoonish, like, oh, imp, why aren't you doing Asmodeus? Ah, fuck you. They're putting the imp in impishness. Yeah, impishness. And then we get the uh, sort of variant familiar stuff, which, you know, the mechanical detail is very much like quasits. It just gives whatever warlock or wizard or whatever has it the uh, magic resistance that we know that it has. Mm -hmm. As a familiar, it says that they are... Uh, well, I mean, despite the fact that they're constantly trying to tempt the whatever into doing evil misdeeds and stuff, the imps, the book tells us that the imps display an unusual loyalty to their masters, and an imp can be quite dangerous if its master is threatened, which doesn't necessarily feel like it's mutually exclusive, uh, but it does feel a little like... Yeah, I know what you mean. You know? Yeah, like... It's. It doesn't say like. Yeah. As as a familiar, your your familiar will be a layabout sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get the Charizard of imps. Yeah. It just kind of lays there while you get your shit rocked. Which can still be cute. Yeah. And I mean like, I don't know. Read the warlock, right? Because if it's somebody who's like, I'm a pact of the chain warlock. This is all I am. Maybe don't make the imp a layabout. Yeah. But you know, a, a little gremlin is kind of fun. Yeah, like, absolutely. Especially. Especially because, like, if they're going through all the trouble of having an imp as a familiar, they're probably along for the ride of you fucking with them with the imp. Yeah. So having it be a layabout is a fun little decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yep. Not bad. It just feels like, like, you know, I can be your angle or your devil. (laughs) And that is purely kind of dependent on whether or not it fucks over the party or not. Yeah. Which, like, is fair. That's kind of what games are. Uh, It's just, I don't know. It, it felt weird and exclusive the first time I've read it. I know what you mean, because yeah. like it's, having them like back to back for sure also is yeah. like a little weird. Yeah, but whatever. In which case, like I kind of like this. Uh, it's like just like the closet. It's kind of like a little scout creature, right? It's there. It can help you spy and do rogue stuff and do the scouting stuff that you don't necessarily want to do because scouting isn't necessarily the most fun thing to do in D and D because then the rest of the party is waiting. Yeah. So I kind of like the idea that, like, you know, hey, you, turn into a spider, go find some stuff, go fly around, go find some stuff. And then every now and again, maybe it just doesn't come back. (laughs) Or, like, it comes back still invisible and doesn't let you know it came back. Yeah. It's just kind of there. Yeah. (laughs) But sometimes, like, I feel like that could be in and of itself a fun little arc where, like, it doesn't come back the first time because it was (laughs) fucking around, doesn't come back the second time because it was fucking around, doesn't come back the third time, and it's because it's, like, eaten. It's, like, trapped. (laughs) And then it's like a real, like, you know, impu cried wolf situation, which could <laughs> be kind of fun. Good, yeah. yeah. In terms of like a, uh, bleh, bleh, like an adventure hook, in terms of like an adventure hook like that, I feel like we would most often be dealing with imps anyway, right? Like these are kind of the chat mups ones, right? Like yeah. we've done a bunch of like, you know, a horned devil would maybe want you to do this, but realistically it kind of feels like. If you were, if you was like a party in hell or whatever, or we're doing some sort of infernal trafficking in the lower, lower planes, whatever devil would just kind of send an imp to talk to you yeah. about it. And it would be kind of like the go between. Yeah. Even if they weren't like ex- explicitly stated to be like messenger devils or whatever, like them being the smallest, yeah. most agile, yeah. most skilled in speaking. Yeah. They can speak common. Yeah. They do seem like the ones that the party would be interacting with the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
which is cool and fine. And then it becomes like a, you know, it, your mileage may vary on like the, oh, it's a little gremlin. Haha, <laughs> it probably has a New York accent. Ha 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 ha. Right, yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know. You could like, I don't know. What are some weird, right? Like, I feel like the the prototypical like New York gremlin is a, a pretty common trope in D and D. Yeah. Let's come up with some just like rapid fire, some like different kinds of imp styles. Like, I kind of like the idea of like a butler imp who like <laughs> like is maybe not fastidious, but is like kind of holier than it is just like 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 high society like kind of a horn devil in waiting where it's like oh all you layabouts disgust me <laughs> and then you find it later and it's like drinking like kind of sleeping or whatever so it like just pretends that it's not like the other imps but it totally is the, the imp slowly floating across just kind of like hello yeah sip yeah just, the master sent me to speak with you yeah just kind of like yeah like do as i do kind of thing uh, and I kind of like the idea that all of the imps are in some ways respective of their masters. So like the Asmodeus <laughs> one just shows up in slacks and is like, hello, how That's can I help you today? That's my favorite Asmodeus is just cash. Yeah. Business cash Asmodeus. I think it would be pretty good. And the Mephistopheles <laughs> one is like, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> and then just kind of, you know. I love the idea like... of imps just basically being imprinted by their masters yeah. behaviorally. Yeah. The That's hag is the hag one's just like a hag but tiny. That's pretty like fun. Maybe it's got the eyeball or whatever. I don't know. I think that would be quite fun and good. And then you can kind of flavor it based on the master. And if you let, were to extend that to like the player, I was right? about like, to say that's a pretty fun bit for yeah. like when the player gets one and it slowly becomes yeah, by degrees. Like... Starts like you as the DM start doing your best <laughs> Korgoth the warlock impression. <laughs> I think that would be quite fun and good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they aren't... Yeah, for adventure hooks, they aren't, like, the most... Yeah, but they're not full. the least. Yeah, they aren't the most full, but they aren't the least. And that might just be because I am kind of susceptible to little trash gremlin messenger sidekick. Yeah, I mean, like, the... The, the stats and, like, the things it can do and also the fact that it can be a familiar lend itself to a few different adventure hooks. So, like, yeah. it gives you a little bit to work with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like realistically, you're not gonna be like doing the imp quest yeah. unless you have like the imp cabal, and it's like, oh my god, it's <laughs> like the the tiny layers of hell, <laughs> where like all of the <laughs> like on the top layer, but there's also the layers within the layer. Yeah, and it's like tiny layers of hell. We're like, <laughs> oh, we're the Avernus imps, we're not shit. And then there's like you know Asmodeus's pride imp, who's like the king of the imps in the tiny layer of hell. <laughs> Where it's all to scale but smaller. Oh, like imp Scarface. Yeah. Oh, good. That's quite good. So, there, fuck it. You know, <laughs> capture your imagination. Do a whole bunch of weird stuff. It's we're in we're in the hells, baby. <laughs> exactly. We're in the hells. No rules don't matter anymore. Yeah. Just... And, yeah. And then a, as a familiar, of course, like the imp is technically your little servant thing. But I, there is always that like layer of like, oh, maybe what if you just murder? What if you just murder the the guy? I, I do really like that the he'll it'll try to corrupt the player thing. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about. I really like the idea of it trying to corrupt your other party members. Yeah, maybe not even you. Like yeah. it's just it's giving you like the oh man, we did great out there today. We're doing really good. And then while you're asleep, it's like over near. Yeah. I don't know, Galoth the Barbarian. Yeah. It's like, look, man, we could have gone into that. Yeah, village. we could have gone we could hard. Have just killed them all and taken all, all the stuff. stuff. It's just slowly working yeah. the party into an evil party while yeah. you're like, 
what's going on? Yeah, guys? yeah. you guys are changing. Or like it's lying to other characters. Like, <laughs> About man, what been saying. man, Beric the Rogue called you an asshole. <laughs> I think you should go and give him what for. That's just what I heard, man. I'm, uh, one of my, I'm just the messenger, though. Bye. <laughs> I think that would be quite, quite kind of fun good. and good. And especially like. Because the way that D&D is set up, like, the characters clearly know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> like, they are, like, you as the players recognize what's happening because everybody has pr basically perfect knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so I think that would be kind of uh, funny. <laughs> uh, like, a good fun bit. But yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about some mechanical stuff. All righty. So mechanically, the imp is a CR1 creature, because it's familiar, so you don't want it to be that big. Uh, it is a tiny fiend, it is a devil, it's a shape changer, it's lawful evil. It has a average armor class of 13, it's got HP of 10, which like, according to the whatever stat block, the like, these are the general stats, whatever. It's t technically, I guess, small, mm. but I defy you to find very many CR1 creatures that have an HP of, as the book tells us, 71. <laughs> what? That is the standard for a CR1 in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Is no 70. fucking way. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Which is like, I, I honestly, they're probably kind of right, right? Like based on what a player can do for damage, like a whole team of five or whatever. At level one? You could kind of, I, I feel like you could make it work like in two turns yeah, like, for I guess like so. power gamers. With everybody doing everything they yeah. can. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. It just seems like yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, no, because like, of course not. Because it's because there's like some maybe we'll do this as an episode someone sometime. We'll do like our thought pa power. Thing, curve like, yeah, we'll do our power curve thoughts. I think on some level there's like a statistical CR1 and then like an emotional CR one. <laughs> and the stat blocks that we get in the monster manual are like the emotional CR. Like, yeah. oh, it's gonna be this about, it's this gonna be like be this cool be... at level 17. Yeah, but... but it's not necessarily statistically what it ought to be. And that might be why players dunk on monsters with some regularity. That might be true. Whereas like statistically they could, like a team of a level one team could handle the kind of what we would think of as maybe inflated stats for what we get in the dungeon master's guide. But who knows? Who yeah. can say? So yeah, it's got an HP of 10. It's got a tiny little run speed of 20 because it's Lil. And it's got a tiny little fly speed of 40 because it's Lil. I feel like 20 is like a pretty good walk speed for a tiny creature, but... Yeah, yeah, you're probably... Well, let's think about it. Medium is 30, small, small is 25, guess, and then tiny... That's kind yeah, of so I guess that's the average speed. Yeah. I just, for some reason, I imagine like yeah. the 10-foot run. Like. Yeah, scale gets weird <laughs> for D&D. I'm a mo. Its attributes are about what you would expect for kind of like a tiny scout creature. It's got abysmal strength, and then the dexterity is pretty high, the constitution is pretty good, the intelligence is average, the wisdom is above average, and then the charisma is, you know, a little bit above above average. Yeah. Right. It gets skills, like we mentioned. It yeah. gets skills. It gets like a set of skills. More like, than just stealth. Yeah, which more is what than the nothing, gets. which is what most of the devils have been getting, frustratingly. Also, also that, yeah. It gets a deception bonus it gets an insight bonus it gets a persuasion and a stealth bonus making it a good chat em up and also a good sneaking around kind of character which is good and does kind of help the like yeah man alex the bard said you're a shithead hey, can you fucking believe what he said you better go throw him off a cliff 
When you weren't looking, he was definitely aiming his He's bow. He's been stealing at you. from the party. I swear to God. <laughs> All the gods, Check whichever one your favorite purse. one is. I think it would be quite good. Uh, it has resistances, the resistances that you would expect. It has the resistances to cold and then all of the non-magical, non-silvered physical weapon stuff, the bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing stuff. It has the immunity to fire and poison and then also the immunity to the poison condition. And that's kind of cool. I like the idea of like, you know, like a there goes my hero moment where like <laughs> the the evil mage does a fireball or like a scorching ray or whatever at the party and, you know, the warlock or whatever has one HP left. And then the imp's like, all right, I'll do it because I like you. And it jumps in front. <laughs> That's good. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it necessarily makes sense within the context of the story, but I do like the idea of her. Or maybe even like a Princess Peach, like, scorching ray, you say. I use my reaction to fucking whip my imp <laughs> in front of it. Take this for me. Whip that imp. <laughs> And then it eats up the the damage, which, you know, may or may not be an overpowered move, but a move I like. Depending on how, how funny your game is, yeah. literally eats up the, the Scorching yeah. Ray. <laughs> it could also be cool as, like, a contract thing. Like, listen, Imp, I'll give you, you know, you can claim one of these souls if you just take this, this Firebolt for me. Look, I'm going to need you to shape change into something I can wear on my arm so I yeah. can use you as a shield. As a shield, yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. It gets the dark vision out to 120 feet, which is common for devils. It has a slightly okay, slightly above, I don't know, fine passive perception of 11. And then it speaks infernal. It also speaks common because it's a messenger creature. Uh, and as I mentioned, it has the CR of one. And the common, I think, like quasits. I like the idea that maybe commons just bred into them because of years and years of servitude over the multiverse or whatever. Yeah. But I also recognize that it's just there to make a familiar make sense. Well, sure, but I'm sure there's some, like, yeah. universal reason for it, and if any, that makes the most sense. I like the idea that, like, Asmodeus gave him the gift of gab or something to, like, I need somebody to go and, you know, corrupt all of these wizards. Yeah, you're bred, for, you're bred for corruption. Take this. Go do it. Be free, my child. <laughs> and go, go talk mad shit. Yeah, go talk the shit. <laughs> Stir it up, my boy. In terms of its traits, it gets Shape Changer, where it can use its action to polymorph into a beast form that resembles a rat, a raven, a spider, or just back into its regular old shape, and all of the animals get uh, little movement bonuses or adjustments in order to tour. So, like, the spider can has a climb speed, and uh, the raven can fly a little bit faster, and the rat is just sucks. Yeah, it's because it, it keeps it all like of a its rat. other statistics. <laughs> yeah. It's just that the move speeds change. Yeah. Yes, and that's true. The statistics are the same for all of them, uh, and any equipment or whatever stuff. It's polymorph rules, so all the equipment goes into it, and then it changes back if it dies. It gets the devil sight, which we expect from devils, where it can see into dark vision. I I like that it adds that little bit at the end of Shade Pinge, because it does imply to me that the designers of this thought about, what if... What if players are gearing up their imp familiars? Yeah. And I've never really thought about that. I mean, why not, right? Like, yeah. I can imagine after 10 levels as a chain warlock, you're like, fuck it. What if I give my boy a little sword or something? Yeah, he can sting. Here, take this yeah. magic sword. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Dagger, probably. Yeah, and as I recall, uh, chain familiars can attack. Um, I believe so. It yeah. burns your action yeah. and their reaction, but I think it, I think yeah. that's true. So, like, you could, like, go invisible, take this dagger of death dealing, <laughs> yeah. and go stab that guy. 
I'll I'll take this one for the team. <laughs> uh, and then it gets the magic resistance that we all expect. And if it's a familiar of a creature, the 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 master of the familiar can see through its senses to an extent, uh, and then also gets that magic resistance as well, making imps and quasits particularly good for 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 that reason. In terms of its actions, it gets a sting or a bite if it's like a rat or a spider or something. It makes an attack. The attack has a plus five to hit, which is pretty good for a CR1 creature. Uh, and then on a hit, it does five, 1d4 plus three piercing damage. And then the target must make a uh, somewhat below average DC 11 con save or take 10 3d6 poison damage uh if they fail the save and then half as much if they make the save so that's yeah pretty solid yeah. it has a fair bit of damage uh yeah pretty 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 okay amounts of damage yeah that's that's where it comes in like for cr1 right is that a team of level ones like yeah like we always say if the imp stings the wizard the wizard's probably dead yeah yeah <laughs> like so. dead dead yeah yeah, so so that is true. Like if if <laughs> if you wanted to do like an evil campaign at level one and just see who is the last person standing, uh, imp warlocks. There you go. That's a little that's a little treat in your favor. <laughs> and then the other thing it can do is turn invisible, where it you know takes an action, turns invisible until it attacks or its concentration breaks, uh, and then anything that it's carrying with it turns invisible as well, as you would expect for invisibility. So that you know this is a thing that makes it a decent scouts and helps to boost its sneaking around stuff and then also can maybe like turn off aggro in case something's really going for your imp i guess it is really cool this trait i didn't really talk about it with the closet but it's interesting that these are the only two things i can think of from all the monsters i've seen that just get like permanent invisibility yeah yeah like, it there is, is no time limit put on it yeah like normally things are like it lasts this long but they can do it at will this yeah. is just yeah, it's cool and it's helpful and like I'm glad that it's that because the point of having an imp like this is to make scouting easier in some respects. Yeah. So like it would kind of suck if it was on a timer or a recharge because then like why even bother? Yeah. Um, I do like that it has like I, I recognize that it has like devil sight no matter what. I like that uh, you as a pact of the chain warlock can effectively get that invocation that gives you devil sight right. without necessarily needing to take that invocation right so like if you have an imp oh, as yeah. a familiar you, you can just, just look, look through, through the imp. Yeah. magical darkness and kind of help uh i guess make more efficient your invocation set um, which as pact of the chain you kind of need because you yeah. have to take a lot of chain stuff invocations. yeah to make things viable so yeah that's that's kind of cool and rad and i i dig it but that is kind of about it and in like a fight right this is kind of like a striker for a level one right it turns invisible it goes up to something, it stabs them, does poison damage. Meh. Yeah. And then it has to, like, fly away because it can't really take much. I think it could be cool to do if you were doing, like, a warlock fight and it's got a bunch of imps and the uh, warlock's casting darkness around and then it becomes, like, an area denial thing where, like, maybe it's doing, maybe the warlock is doing the, like, like telekinesis or, like, the, the eldritch blast repelling blast thing where it's maybe uh, moving you guys around into the darkness so that the imps can go in and do a bunch of damage. That's kind of cool. And, that's like, pretty a, good, yeah. Like an into the breach way where it's, like, we have to be very careful about where we're standing because if we fuck up, the warlock can move us and the imps can eat us. Also, the idea of just like imps invisible scattered around a battlefield that you don't see. Yeah. And so you have to be careful with movement or yeah. else get invisible opportunity attacked. Yeah, that must be <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. For, for a gotcha of sorts. Yeah. It's like a minefield of imps. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Oh, fuck. I'm kind of into like... Like a, you know, level 10 or 11 encounter where it's like a warlock and then like six imps <laughs> just hanging out all over. Not bad. Not bad at all. 
they use their reaction to hit you, and then when it gets to their turn, they use their action to go invisible again, and then yeah. it's you start all over. Yeah, and then it's fuck. There we go. <laughs> and that could be kind of fun. And then like detect magic becomes a viable thing, or like fairy fire becomes a viable thing, oh, and it, yeah. then it becomes like battleship, right? Where you know that a bunch of imps were attacking the fighter. If you cast Fairy Fire on the fighter, then it's like, oh, how many imps did I get? If you're playing on a roll 20 grid, it's like literally battleship. Yeah, it is. Like, like I think there's battleship. one in uh, B6. Fuck. Uh... You sank my imp. So that's pretty good. I like it. But yeah, that's kind of about what they are about. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I like it. I mean, like, it's a good familiar. Uh, I think I prefer closets because I get the fear thing a little bit better, but seeing through darkness is kind of a cool niche thing. Yeah, and like, and it all comes down to like, are you looking for a familiar that can like talk? Yeah. Do some, do some talking? Yeah. Or like, are you just looking for the, the utility familiar? Yeah, that's true. From a lore perspective, I kind of like imps more because they have the like little, the angle, the like, oh, I can't totally trust you. Whereas as I recall, closets yeah. were just like kind of murder monsters. Closets do, closets try to tempt you to do evil still, I think was yeah. like one of the things. But the problem is that they don't have like the skills, the skills to back to that up. Mm. They just kind of like emanate evil at you. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I like Gims more. I like the chatty little goblin. I like a trash goblin. Yeah, and the closets looked like little trash boys too. But yeah. Imps are just more. They got more personality. Yeah, they Imps can... have more personality, and they're more like universally recognized, yeah. which I think gives them a little bit of. Yeah, when we did closets, it was like, oh, so it's an imp. And yeah, so it's exactly. nice to have. Yeah, Imps. The context. Yeah, the context. They're good. I like them. They are. They aren't the most exciting creature, but they are good. I like them. They I, are good. I, I think they're fun and good. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Tooth and Nail. If you enjoyed this episode of Tooth and Nail, I would propose that you go to nerdsmith.org, where there are a bunch of other things on nerdsmith.org. Nerdsmith. Nerd. Hey, I'm Nerdsmith. No, this is my was, friend Nerd Jim. All I, all I can think of was, this isn't the same energy as the intro was, huh? No. <laughs> no, it's not. I've more or less forgotten how that went. Uh, <laughs> it was really just like, hey, we're here. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going hey. on? Hey. So if you this feel was like our it, show. Yeah, this was the show. Did you like it? <laughs> If you liked it, go to nerdsmith.com.org. Nerdsmith.com.org. <laughs> Something. Net. Something. Who can say? Whatever. It go to nerdsmith.gov. Go to nerdsmith.gov. Uh, send an a email to your congressman at nerdsmith.gov, and hopefully they'll return any of the massively amazing things that you can find at nerdsmith.gov. If you didn't like Tooth and Nail... Uh, then don't leave us a review. But if you did like Tooth and Nail, then please leave us a review. But if you didn't like Tooth and Nail, then go uh, do some other stuff. But if you did like Tooth and Nail, I'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll be here still. We'll talk about lump lump things. Yeah, we got a lump thing coming up. Yeah, a real lumpy thing. <laughs> so as our creature comfort, snuggle up to your lumpy thing, whether that's a pillow, uh, a cat. <laughs> your significant uh, other, your significant but don't call other. them a lumpy thing to their face. Probably, Unless they like but... it. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. Have a good lump. What?